All right, welcome to School of the Mighty Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Tori. And uh, we just wanted to have a discussion. Um, really, we were already kind of having it, and we wanted to include all of you um, in this and just give us something to think about and chew on. But we talk, our focus uh, on this Substack page, obviously, is what it means to be a mighty man and a mighty woman of God. Um, in today's world, uh, yeah. our curriculum develops um, kind of a historical foundation for what that's supposed to look like based off David and the mighty men um, in, from the Old Testament. But um, as, as our nation and our culture get darker and more polluted with sin and kind of twisted, um, it's it's vital that we understand what it means to be mighty men in today's culture. What that should look like. Yeah. And I think I don't know. I we've, we've as we've kind of talked about it. It's been kind of like, well, this is what we know it isn't. Yeah. And um, I think there's a big difference between. Let's just start with this point. I guess there's a big difference between being mighty. In, in the power of the Holy Spirit and going forth and representing the kingdom in today's day mm-hmm. um, versus being a Christian bully. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. A huge yeah. difference. I mean, we know a lot of people that, um, and I'm sure you, you, those of you listening, you know people like this as well, but they they take scripture and then they use it as a weapon against other people yeah and bring to bring condemnation to bring accusation yeah to bring shame even or guilt and they do it all in the name of love Mm -hmm. but there's no love in it and uh, it doesn't do anything to build up it just does all it does is tear down it's like for the sake of being right they hurt other people um they take the scripture like in Ephesians four fifteen that says, "Speak the truth in love," um, and kind of warp that so that they're so overly blunt that there's no love in it. Now it's just harsh. We know an in a particular individual who um, comes to mind right away who runs their own business, and they were talking to a person who was potentially going to. Um, rent space. Yeah, rent space in that business and found out that this person may potentially be involved in witchcraft. And here's the thing with that. it's Christians shouldn't fear that. We should be aware of the devil's schemes, obviously. But when you're mighty in the Lord, you, you stand in the knowledge of the fact that the Holy Spirit is in you. Mm-hmm. And greater is he that's in you than he is in the world. Yeah. And whatever spirit or spirit is on anyone that actively practices witchcraft, those spirits are terrified of you. Right. It's not the other way around. Christians are reactive to wickedness. And that stuff is terrified of the God that lives in you, the Holy Spirit that lives in you. But this individual that we're thinking of found out that this person might be active in witchcraft. And instead of being like Jesus in in that moment and, and... in the conversation between the two of them 
and showing love regardless of where this person stood. Yeah. They immediately shut them down and told them, look, I don't want you applying here. I don't want you coming here. You're not going to rent space here. I don't want you anywhere, anywhere, any, you know, anywhere around anybody that comes to my establishment, any patron that comes here and, and was honestly kind of a, just kind of rude. Yeah. You know, just a bully yeah. in that respect. Um, Jesus never did that. Yeah. You know, Jesus showed incredible love, but stood in incredible power at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Instead of seeking to understand or, or truly giving them an opportunity or, or taking the opportunity to ask the Lord, how do you see this person? Mm -hmm. How can I love them? Maybe they've gone through something horrible in the past with, with the church or with their perspective of God has warped or, or maybe they're on their journey to, to seek God. But how do you know that unless you even allow yourself to have that conversation? You know, I think sometimes we take the stance of, uh, if I talk to this person, it's just going to open a door and whatever. It's like an infection. Like if mm -hmm. I touch them, it's going to get onto me. Yeah. And that is so messed up. Mm -hmm. It is so backwards to being uh, citizens of heaven and carrying the kingdom within. It's mm -hmm. like we we invade, we take territory just by being who we are yeah. and walking in that light and authority. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's pre-Jesus way of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, before Jesus... Um, under the law, everybody, you know, the, the law dictated that, you know, someone that was sinful was unclean and being around that unclean person made you unclean. Right. Jesus came to reverse it so that the person who was washed in the blood yeah. made everyone else clean. Their righteousness, not, not to say they were all saved, but the righteousness of that person was a blanket over the people around them. Yeah. And I think what we forget is to be a mighty man and to take ground for the kingdom, mm -hmm. you take ground for the kingdom by claiming lives for the kingdom. Yeah. That's the, you don't do it any other way. You can go out and preach huge sermons, and you can get on TV, and you can scream and shout, and on social media. pass condemnation all over the social media, and look at this person, and look at that person, and look how awful they are, and this is wicked, and that's evil. We don't need that. Right. We need people to come to know Jesus. Yeah. You want to see... You know, you want to see the state you live in, the ground you stand on, be claimed for the kingdom of God, you know, lead your nation, lead your state leaders to Jesus. Yeah. Or start Repre represent Jesus well to the point where they see the, 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 the power of God and the goodness of God in you so brightly that they want what you have, even if they don't understand what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, yeah. There's not power in condemnation. That's why the Lord is very clear in the word about the fact that he condemns no one. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that, that, isn't, that isn't a tactic that works. That's the enemy's tactic. Yeah. So we can't do what the enemy does and expect to win. Mm -hmm. You know, we play by a different kingdom's rules. We don't play by the demonic kingdom's rules. Right. And I think believers lose sight of that. Yeah. And they think that being, they think that the, what it means to be proactive and to be a warrior is to go out there and just call out iniquity. And there's a place for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here yeah. and there, um, there's a watchman call in Ezekiel for that reason. But, yeah. but there's also a time and place for great love. Yeah. And if Jesus's greatest commission was to go out and make disciples of the nations, that trumps going going out and calling out iniquity. Right. That's and, and, you know and what I mean. He also said, "Love the Lord your God with all of your heart." Yeah. And, and love, your, love neighbor. your neighbor as yourself. He said, "Those are the two greatest commandments." Yes. 
and I there's nowhere in that conversation that's listed out, you know, calling out evil in people when you see it. Right. That's not even in the conversation. Because that doesn't make sense, right? When you think about it, I think that's what's so funny is actually you and I are looking on social media on the silliest things, right? Mm -hmm. For example, we're looking at people in a community of, of, of dogs that love puppies and someone posted a picture holding their dog and because social media has this weird filter, I guess, or mm -hmm. it's a way for you to just say whatever you want because you can kind of disconnect in, in that anonymity of it a little bit, if you will. Someone said, you know, don't hold your dog like that. It's bad for their back or you should never put clothing on a dog. And it's ridiculous. You would never say that to someone's face, mm -hmm. but the way that social media has allowed it. And so kind of I digress, but to the point of believers with, with non-believers, yep. it's we're supposed to win their soul for Christ. If we just tell them they're wrong mm -hmm. and they don't have that understanding of being wrong yet, they don't, re or th that there's sin and that there's a, there's a solution for it. If we're not spreading hope, if we're not speaking truth in love, they're not separate. They're both yeah. at the same time. I mean, time. God, God will raise us up in the, in a moment and tell you when it's right to call out yes. wickedness. Yes. But by default, until those moments come, yes, fighting for the sake of the kingdom means winning souls to the Lord. Yeah. Because that's what's going to shift atmospheres. That's what's going to change your region, change your city, change your state. Is The more that people's hearts turn to Jesus, the byproduct will be that the atmosphere changes. Yeah. The, the more you just call, call out everything that you can call out, yeah. All that does is all that does is reap fear and turn people and off. condemnation and turn people off. It's like if this is what Christianity is, I'm good. Yeah. You know it just, what I mean? It feels like a bunch of condemnation and rules. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the verses that I love that I know you love mm -hmm. and our family actually loves is it's Micah six eight. There's a lot of different versions, but one that I like to read is the Christian Jewish Bible. Uh, it's it just takes you know Hebrew. Hebrew language and infuses it within so it, it makes it uh I don't know I, I love it it's beautiful but it says human being you have already been told what is good what Adonai demands of you no more than to act justly love grace and walk in purity with your God so to me when I look at that and all the other verses it's it's multiple things it's not to be just it's to act it's to do it's, it's a to verb. do just and mm -hmm. then also in conjunction with that, not separately, but at the same time, is we see it, it says to love kindness in some, some versions or to love mercy, but grace and then walking in uh, humility or walking humbly or in purity go hand in hand with just and mm -hmm. being just and doing that. So it's all together at once. It's not one in exchange or one over the other. Right. And I think that that's, yeah, we easily just, you know, we're tolerant, so we don't step into justice. Mm -hmm. We don't do the acting part. We don't do the standing for what's right. Or we stand so strongly that we forget the person in front of us. If we were in their shoes, we forego mercy. We forego love. We forego the, the humility even because we st stand in this position of I'm right, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think we have a hard time as Christians doing that. We've, we, can't, we have a hard time balancing in the middle. Yeah. We, we go to one extreme or the other. We, yeah. either, we either convince ourselves we're radical for yeah. Jesus and radical for, for the kingdom, and then we go out and we... we we kill the sheep right along with the goats. We go out and we attack everybody. Right. And then can't figure out why we're not winning anyone. 
Right. Or on the opposite end of the spectrum, we hide inside our forts and do nothing and complain about the state of the world passively, but never do anything to change it. Never, right. never go out and talk to people about Jesus. Never go out and stand against anything. Never go out and, and, and represent the Lord in anything. We yeah. just hide and we do it. You know, we use the, we use scripture like turning the other cheek and we use that as a mask to hide our own fear. Right. And so it's hard for a lot of Christians to find the middle line in that. Um, but the, the, the key part of that verse you just read in Micah is like what you just said there is to do justly. Mm -hmm. The King James version of that, of that verse is to do justice, love mercy and walk humbly with your God. Um, God doesn't require any more of you than that. Right. What is the, what does the Lord require of you? O man than to do justice, love mercy and walk humbly with your God. Yeah. It's really simple. Yeah. But the key word there is do justice. Yeah. Not be just in your thinking yeah. or be just in your words. It's live life justly. Yeah. Go out and do something about it. Yeah. Um, and it does not have to be on a scale of epic proportions. No. It, absolutely not. We have a, one, the reason why we actually decided to hop on today and, and share this with you guys and to do discussions like this. And again, um, this, this specific audio that we're cutting is going out to every single person, whether you're a paid mm -hmm. subscriber or not, because we want to be able to have a community and, and, and create, you know, these types of discussions and to encourage you and to, to challenge you too. And us as well, right. We're a part of this. This is, this is for us too. But, um, we were actually looking at, uh, an article this morning and I had forgotten about this, but there was a, there's a senior, I believe in high school who is of a, a Christian background. Um, and he recently, he's not going to graduate this year, um, from high school because they were putting in a transgender bathroom at his school and he, uh, did not violently protest. He peacefully protested. Mm -hmm. He basically said, you know, to, he talked to the school, he talked to, um, his classmates and just felt like this isn't right. But there was never once where he took it into an, an inappropriate place. Right. He didn't attack anyone. It, he didn't call anybody names. He just said, look, this isn't right. Yeah. What we're doing is immoral. And he got arrested for protesting. He got arrested for it. And, and then when he actually gave comments to some outlets, um, said that, you know, I actually just said this is what I what I believe, that God created us with two genders. Whether mm -hmm. we want to change that or not, that's up to an individual, basically. But that's still, that's not who God made us to be. That's not who people are. And gave scripture to back it up. Yep. And that was it. And he said what was fascinating was he was debating with teachers instead of students. And then when he was attacked, it was verbally. They called him and names. And they called him names that weren't even relevant. Things such as racist, which doesn't even doesn't even, doesn't even apply to this. And, and so it's that, again, it's, it's, you can get angry, you know, just by me telling the story. But what I love about what he did was that is the embodiment of, of Luke 629, or Ben actually mentioned it, where it says, you know, when, uh, if anyone hits you on the cheek, offer the other also. If anyone takes away your coat, don't hold back your shirt either. It's because he was taking that action and standing 
he was doing he's he's on the platform of justice saying this is right like i'm not going to compromise mm -hmm. we're, we're we're talking about this this impacts my day to day this is wrong this is an ideology that that is not all right mm -hmm. uh and in that instance he was attacked and did not retaliate he stood his ground and he's a mighty man that's, yeah, that's, that's what that is that's what a mighty man is yeah i'm going to speak out for what's what's against what's wrong I'm going to represent the kingdom, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it at the cost of love. I'm not yeah. going to attack people. Yes. And and sh and show um, some kind of like spite mentality or whatever. I'm going to do it in love. That's how you do it in love. Yeah. Is you do it in honor. Yeah. You don't. You're not. Silent. I dis disagree with what you're doing. Yeah. And here's why. You know. And even when he's attacked, he doesn't attack back. He doesn't need to. The yeah. truth's already been declared. It's already affecting people's hearts, whether they like it or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, the 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 truth, the, the simple truth of, of, of it is this. If we're going to be mighty, we have to understand what that verse really means. Because that's the verse that's taken out of context. Yes. That verse in Luke is the one that's taken out of context the most by Christians everywhere to hide their cowardice. <laughs> they hide behind that. And like, well, we're supposed to turn the other cheek. And so they use that as an excuse for passivity. And they, they sit there and do nothing under the guise of turning the other cheek. But here's, what, here's really in my heart what I believe this means. If every, everyone, everyone's familiar with Superman, right? With who Superman is. Superman is completely and utterly unhurtable, right? He's invincible in every way. Yeah. And if you've watched any Superman movie, doesn't matter who's playing him, Superman never dodges. They shoot at him, he just stands there. They throw stuff at him, he just stands there. That's a good point. He, they drop bombs on him, he just stands there. Why? Because he knows he can't be hurt. No matter what they do, bounces off of him. It can't, he can't be hurt. He doesn't dodge. He just stands there. Yeah. Jesus said, turn the other cheek, because spiritually, we have the Holy Spirit living inside us. That makes us invincible yeah. in the Spirit. Yeah. Which means you don't have to dodge you don't have to block you can take the hit because i'm with you yeah we take that to mean let people walk all over you right jesus didn't mean it that at way at all jesus meant you can stand in the midst of this and survive because i'm with you yeah. you can stand in the midst of attack spiritually verbally psychologically and i'm with you yeah i, I think that it, it's 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 it was jesus's way of explaining the story in Daniel with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, right. You're going to get put in the fire, but I'm with you. Nothing can hurt you. Daniel in the lion's den, nothing can hurt you because I'm with you. Mo you. Promising Moses, no one will touch you because right. I'm with you. And we can turn the other cheek. Let them say what they're going to say. I'll, turn, I'll show you the other cheek too because it's not going to phase me. Yeah. It's not going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to remember that. Yeah. That that's where the power the mighty part of the mighty men comes into play. Yeah. You're powerful because God's in you and with you. And that's why you turn the other cheek. Yeah. Because you can. Right. And you I know? think like just look at our Lord. Look at our King. Look at Jesus in Scripture. It's it's really about that the, in his crucifixion, like leading up to that, those that within that those twenty-four hours when he is taunted and questioned, and there's so much uh that's thrown at him to where he very rarely responds mm -hmm. and engages, never justifies. He just states things as a matter of fact with very little words. 
when you see him speaking a lot, it's teaching. Yes. And, and it's or it's going against the religious leaders who are supposed to be reflecting God's yeah. nature and are doing it wrong. They're supposed to be the ones pointing everyone to the kingdom with Jesus. Yeah. And they're not. They're working against him. Right. But and he's setting the captives free, mm -hmm. those who are of the world, as we would see, and loving them to what's right, what's true, by, by not ignoring, but by going after it in love. But anyways, my, my point is that it, it has everything to do with the fact that turning that, that back to that verse of turning the cheek, it's, and you're turning your cheek yeah. and offering the other. Exactly. Um, it's what Jesus literally did. He's our model. Well, I mean, John the Baptist came before him to pave the way, right? John the Baptist's MO was to call out people's sin. Mm-hmm. Okay, now Jesus never condemned him for doing that. No. But John also said, I have to decrease so he can increase. It wasn't That didn't just mean I need to step aside because the Messiah is here. It, mean, it meant that. But it also meant my way of doing things has passed away. Mm -hmm. The Old Testament, the law, ends with John. Right. He knew that. The, the law was steeped in condemnation. That's why the Pharisees, that's all they did was accuse. Yeah. And Jesus came to show, that's not what my heart's about. Yeah. And Jesus' way trumped John's way. And Jesus fulfilled the law. And fulfilled the law, the law. With, with the love of God. Yeah. And so we have to keep that it's in perspective. And. We hope that that speaks to your hearts out yeah. there. We hope that you hear us and understand our heart as we're explaining this. Yeah. That to fight and be a mighty man or woman of God doesn't mean you attack people. It means you love them into the kingdom, but it means you stand against evil. Yeah. You differentiate between the two. Be encouraged with that. Please comment on on this talk as you listen to it. We really want to. We really want to hear your heart on this stuff. Yeah. We really want to engage you on this. Please um, ask us questions. Leave leave comments. Leave thoughts. Yeah. Give us give us stories that you're dealing with with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we just want to encourage you, like. Like Ben said, you know, it, sometimes we overcomplicate it, and I just want you to know it doesn't have to be as complicated, right? I think it's that just that beautiful verse in James one twenty seven. Before we go, that like religion is this that God the Father accepts as pure and faultless, right? Is look after orphans and widows in their distress to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Or there's another one in First John that talks about like if we've got material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them how can the love of god be in them you Absolutely. guys it, it's just as simple as this it it's is. just as simple as seeing a situation that there could be something done about it in on your street in your kid's school in your neighborhood in your workplace and being proactive and say i don't know what the outcome's going to be but i'm going to show up and, and provide yeah. a solution or stand in the gap or help that person or go out of my way. Yeah. So that's that's what we want to encourage you with. So we look forward to connecting with you. Again, we're Ben and Tori. Uh, and, and we'll see you we'll see you next time. See ya. Okay.